You guys heard about this uh, rocket that's crashing down to Earth? Is it is it from Jeff Bezos? No, it's not. No, it is not. Is it a raccoon? Uh, no, it's a it's a flying sugar glider. That's just no. Uh, well, welcome to this week's episode of uh, Potential Apocalypse. Um, or your hosts and I you think like it's actually there is actually a rocket that is going to <laughs> I'm, I'm like calibrating still okay, I know this is news I, I yeah I just found out about it myself uh it's very funny because uh scientists are pretty confident it, it might hit somewhere inhabited and when they show the map of where it could happen it's like it's everywhere. like your neighborhood. No, oh, it's okay. like everywhere. It's like all of the U.S. and most of South America. So it's like it wait, could wait, hit no. in one of these places here. Wait, where is this rocket from? Wait, what? Yeah, China. What? China. I'm just. I'm still very confused. There's uh-huh. a rocket hurt to go, hitting the world. I think it's gonna hit Saturday or Sunday. Is this real? <laughs> this is real. This is 100 percent real. Yep. So it was used to carry a, a segment of the Chinese space station into orbit. And now it's just oh, like back in, in free fall. It's a shuttle. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, no, it's not a shuttle. It's a rocket. rocket. Yeah. yeah. It's a rocket. It's like so an like, engine that they just left behind. The Chinese yeah. are notoriously bad with their, uh, their extra bits for their space. Program. <laughs> their extra bits. <laughs> we're just, yeah. we're I, just dealing with an extra <laughs> bit falling at a tremendous speed. <laughs> the, uh, the <laughs> CNN article I was reading was like, this is not the first time that China has let a rocket just <laughs> hurtle towards Earth. And I was like, oh, really? Tell me more, <laughs> CNN. Yeah. Can we agree, though, that Justin, just throwing that out there, I think you just came up with this phrase on the top, like uh, potential apocalypse. That yeah. just sounds like That's a the good title podcast, for right? every news station for the past two years. <laughs> just like, hey, welcome yeah. back. Things are still really bad. And here's a new bad thing. <laughs> yeah, things are bad and about to get worse. Yeah, it's uh, I was I was looking at videos and it popped up and like some news on the rocket that's screaming towards Earth. And I was like, I'm sorry, the what screaming where? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's there's a section of the Pacific Ocean where like nothing lives, like nothing can survive because there's like a lack of current there. And every space program on the planet makes sure like every space program on earth makes sure that they're like rockets and debris fall into this spot. And China is just notoriously bad at making any effort to get their stuff aimed there. Yeah. I was, I was in Hawaii when that missile warning came through. Mm, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And I want to just tell you similar energy to you opening up with, Hey, there's a rocket falling from the sky. (laughs) (laughs) I, I woke up. It was a bright sunny morning on the islands. And uh, my phone told me I was going to die. And I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> my family made breakfast. It was great. As as the as the trajectory of the rocket, I was just looking it up before we started recording. As the trajectory gets a little bit easier to, to figure out where it's headed, it, it is increasingly less likely going to be in the U.S. Uh, unfortunately, it looks like it's probably going to be somewhere in, in South America. So. So Not sad. Mexico, right? Because that's where I'm going this weekend. <laughs> no, but I would I would bring an umbrella just in case. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Like an, an, an umbrella just made out of vibranium. <laughs> yeah. No, just a normal umbrella should be good. Yeah, should be yeah, sufficient. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, just 
I'm at this wedding. I have like a, be, a helmet. Be sure to and pack chain mail on your trip to Mexico. <laughs> I never took <laughs> physics, so I won't argue uh, I mean, here. Am I Morocco allowed to bring was made that? in China, so <laughs> just hold your arms up, and you should be able to catch it <laughs> if it comes at you. Yeah, it comes <laughs> yeah. down. Yeah. If any, if we've learned anything from movies, you know, a power stance will enable you to survive yes. many things. You have to be grounded. We'll just bring a net, yeah. and we'll catch it. It's more like it. a corporate seminar. You, know? <laughs> you can jump from any height if you do a superhero landing. Break me. I mean, that's relevant. But she'll survive. You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, enough talk of uh, death and destruction in Mexico. We're uh, we're doing something kind of different tonight. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be interesting. I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure how it's gonna end up, but I think we're gonna have fun hanging out with each other. And that's do we do we ever know? Do we ever know? I guess that is kind of the whole point of playing a tabletop role-playing game is that you don't really know what's going to happen. Yeah. Let's but play this, to find out. This one, I really don't know what's going to happen um, because so it, this is going to be a little, we might not even roll dice tonight. Uh, we might, we might not. We're, we'll fill it out as we're playing. I've, I've given them all the sort of overarching parameters um of of tonight and i've i've given them a character to play and told them make it your own run with it however you want uh and we're gonna we're just gonna tell a story it's gonna be a little osa prequel and i know that we had talked about it being an osa prequel even before the end of the season finale uh but now i feel like people are like ah that's why there's an osa prequel we wanted to just just delve a little bit into some of Osa's experiences uh, bef- when he was at the Southern Air Temple. So uh, you don't have to introduce yourselves because I feel like after 45 episodes, people probably know who we are. If you're listening to this for the first time, we told a, a whole first season of stories uh, that you should probably go back and listen to. I guess you could listen to this first if it's a prequel. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Yeah, do you? Yeah. You can listen to this, but <laughs> it's like you know Star Wars, right? Oh no, wait, yeah. I'll get into hot water here. Never mind. Never no, mind. no, it is. It's it's definitely like that. <laughs> it's like watching the prequels before watching the original. It's a hundred percent like that. Hundred percent. Like you could do it. You could do it. Uh, well, uh, Steve is playing Obi Wan Kenobi tonight. Uh, Danny is playing Padme, and no, you're just uh, you're gonna confuse people, all right? That's too many characters. It's just... <laughs> I really wanted to say you're going down a path I can't follow. Who's playing Annie? Who's playing my Anakin? Uh, I was I was I was debating between Johnny and Monroe. Maybe they can both play Anakin. Yes, they can play guard, uh, dark, and light Anakin. Yes, perfect. <laughs> like like in terms of like um the dark side and the light side. I I think we all understood <laughs> what you meant there, Danny. I you were doing so fine until you I felt was. like you, yeah, you didn't, you didn't have to. We're, we're all familiar with Star Wars. Much about that one. <laughs> Guys, I just I just worked two doubles and I opened this morning. Oh, wow, <laughs> the old clopen. Yeah, I was I was a clopen clopen open. Clopen open. open. Oh. I was an open clopen clopen open. No. Open, clopen. Keep going, Danny. Danny, pull out your calendar. Tell us what the rest of your week looks like. Uh, Well, well. No. 
No, no. Yeah. All right, moving on. I forgot, what, I forgot <laughs> what the word "close" was. I was gonna say "clope" or "close." Well, that would be wrong. Uh, why don't you go around uh, and tell us who you will be playing tonight? And uh, you know what, though, uh, I want. Um, let's just do Monroe and Johnny and Steve introducing their characters. Let's leave Danny and Nick's a little surprise. Ooh. Since we're we're basically looking at like Osa in high school, right? Well, really think about the age of our characters in the main campaign. This is Osa in middle school before like you met him in school, high school. Osa, you're right. Oh, rough. Oh, God. Uh, I, why don't you do this? Tell us who you're playing tonight. And then, and you know what? Nick and uh, Danny, just tell us the name. That's it. Tell us the name of the character. The rest of you introduce your, them a little bit. Uh, I want you to tell me about who you're playing, and then I want you to tell me one thing it, you did in middle school or high school that you regret. <laughs> one. Oh. <laughs> oh boy. All right. I am playing Ketsun. Um, so that you can picture Ketsun as we tell a story tonight. Ketsun is almost as large as Osa, uh, but consists mostly of muscle. So take that, Osa. Um, Ketsun wears traditional Air Nomad robes, uh, but rips off the sleeves, which is shredded and looks pretty BA. Um, but apparently gets in trouble all the time for that with the monks. Um, Ketsun has this dark brooding look, brown eyes, traditional shaved head. Does not have the tattoos yet, unfortunately. Has not passed the test. Um, well... I don't know. I don't know if I regret much, to be honest. Um, but I pooped on a principal's desk uh, when I was in like ninth grade, I wow. want to say. And it was not of our school; it was a neighboring school system, which is why it felt more possible. I think that's why I mustered my courage. That is the coolest thing I've ever heard. Don't regret that. <laughs> <laughs> but it is something that comes up. It's like, huh? That happened. Anyway. Whenever we discuss your criminal huh. record. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Didn't get caught, so it's just on my killer enough. Bragging yeah. record. Let's hope your Let's principal is right not now. listening to I this. I'm thoroughly <laughs> impressed. I was just gonna say that. Like, <laughs> what happened? What would happen if like someone That's was who pooped to this in my desk like, all those years ago? <laughs> we quietly just lose one Patreon. How are any of us supposed to top that? <laughs> Yeah, that patron was the principal of Rocky Hill High School in Connecticut. <laughs> oh no! Oh, well, you just oh, you just called. Oh, okay. You outed yourself oh, completely. You had a Come chance. Come find me. You Come find me, chance. principal. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you didn't regret that, I'm sure you just regretted telling. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because surely many kids do that, right? Surely. I mean, surely. daily they must find it, new. Who hasn't pooped on a principal's on desk? desk? I mean, really. <laughs> It could be anybody. <laughs> it could be any year. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I play Aaron. I think that's how you say her name. Sure. Uh, am I am I correct or? I don't you know. can take full ownership. You tell me, yeah. I, I don't know. I was, yeah. Okay, so Aaron. Uh, she's pretty thin and she has long brown hair that's tied into a thick braid. She's 14 years old and she's an air nomad from the Eastern Air Temple. She wears traditional air nomad robes. She's pretty intelligent and caring and always looking out for others before herself. And heaven forbid that actually be one of her 
hiccups is that she's always there for everyone else and rarely there for herself. So this is her third attempt at the airbending mastery test. And um, only because every other time she's attempted to uh, like to pass this, but she's had to cancel last minute to help someone else. So obviously there's a theme here with, with her. Uh, uh, she's um, played by spirit visions, though. And she hasn't told anyone yet. So she's worried that something is wrong with her and that the air nomads will kick her out. if uh, So she just stays quiet. The truth and is you're just really cool. Let's keep quiet on what that spirit vision is. Maybe it'll come oh, out. Oh, that's good. As far as things that I'm... That I regret. I feel like I don't regret much, but I do. There are like moments. I'm sure you guys can relate, and even those listening, where you're like laying down late at night, and all of a sudden you think of something that happened in the past, and you're like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> you just Wish feel kind of gross. <laughs> well, you're just kind of like, I can't believe I did that. And it was like I said that in a conversation, or that you know, I have lots of those moments. Um, I can't think of anything in particular, but. Um, yeah, I was just one of those really, like, quiet kids in middle school. So, yeah, the whole experience, I wish I could just forget, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I regret the whole, the whole experience. Yeah, I regret yeah. that phase <laughs> of life. Yeah. yeah, I regret the phase, not really um, school or nothing. <laughs> yeah. So I am playing Osa again. Yeah. <gasps> Osa is Osa. Uh, if you don't know who Osa is, go ahead and listen to the first like 22 episodes. Um, but uh, yeah, this is like what I would say probably like three years before season one of the show starts because he was like 16 then and he left three years, left the Air Temple three years before that. So he's like 13 now. And uh, yeah, it's a little, little shorter, a little thinner than than when we first uh, meet him in season one. But he's still a, a big guy. And uh, yeah, I, as far as what I regret from middle school, every single decision I've made. I mean, really, I regret every everything I did from like age ten to nineteen. Uh, so it's hard hard to narrow it down. I think if I had to pick one thing, though, probably. There was a there was a girl that I had a crush on when I was in seventh grade, and I uh, like followed her to her bus after school one day, and like asked her to be my girlfriend as she was like getting on the bus. And I just <laughs> I could still like as I fall asleep every night, I still see her looking back at me and just shrugging, and then turning around and getting back on getting on the bus. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the courage! I bet she regrets that. That's her regret. <laughs> Maybe Foolish. she's out somewhere on a podcast right now, being like, "If only I didn't shrug at Johnny Button." <laughs> well, it's not I, that. I, it's just that, like you know, way. I'm oh, sorry. It's not a messed up way. Fair though. No fair. Fair. <laughs> totally fair. Okay, that's a messed up way, whether you're a guy or a girl, to just <sighs> not give an answer or say no or. Whatever, you know? Uh, she was like 13. <laughs> yeah, but, but also like, still rough. Still yeah. stings. Yes. But when you get older, you look back and you're going, yeah, I wish I said something else. Yeah. I wish I said something. Yeah. Uh, you know, it feels better to talk about it. Thanks, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sorry for the laughter. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm um, not. 
That was hilarious. <laughs> I didn't laugh. I was, I was apologizing for you. Guys. Yeah, Nick was like trying to smooth it over for my mistakes. I have no regrets. <laughs> That's what I've learned about Steve tonight. He regrets nothing. <laughs> but Nick Thank has you. enough regret for the three of us. Oh, I, oh yes. <laughs> Asians are powered by regret and guilt. <laughs> It is, it is, it is a secret power. Let's put an asterisk there and a footnote uh, in the show notes <laughs> about what you mean. Well, I don't need to. Four of us are Asian. I don't need to explain. The rest of you get it. The more <laughs> regret, the more powerful we become. <laughs> <laughs> the more we multiply. <laughs> this isn't even my final form. My power level is growing by day. <laughs> guys make me wish I was Asian. I regret so much, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I know. When I regret things, I get weaker. <laughs> yeah. That's what the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once is about, actually. It's it's, yeah, yeah. Regrets make you stronger. Yeah. Tony, if you were Asian right now, your eyes would be glowing and your hair would be on fire and you'd have, like, wings. <laughs> it's crazy, man. And the wings, those are, those are, you're supposed to keep that on a deal. Yeah, yeah I thought we you're, were supposed to You're giving all our secrets that. away. Sorry, sorry, you're quiet. Quiet. Did you not read the manual? <laughs> I need one of these manuals. <laughs> you get it when you're born. You're supposed to have it memorized by the time you're two. Yes. <laughs> well, now that we've established all of those wonderful truths of the universe. All the secrets of our cultures. Oh, Justin, you still want... Yeah, just just tell them the name. All right. Hi, my name's Danny, and I'm playing Anuyo. Of the... Oh, of Anuyo of the Northern Water Tribe. Anuyo of the Northern Water Tribe. Mm -hmm. Danny, regret. Dear God. Um... <laughs> From middle school. From middle yeah. School. Just to... That narrows it down slightly. <laughs> I think I do regret not. I remember I really wanted to get into skateboarding, but I couldn't get past the social anxiety of going to parks. And so that was like what killed skateboarding for me. And so I think that's probably one of my big regrets because now every now and then I'll stumble across like a YouTube video of some, some guy like shredding the gnar man. And, and. <laughs> What uh? What was it about <laughs> parks? What was it about parks that just filled the young Danny with anxiety? Dude, middle schoolers suck. They were chock full of them. Mm. Danny's one hundred percent correct. <laughs> middle schoolers are the worst type of people. People, yeah, on the face of this planet. Worst stage of humanity. Graduate <laughs> students are. Ooh, yeah. nah. because they they can at least like contribute something to society. <laughs> Middle they? schoolers, no. They pay taxes. I, I, I was a graduate student. Yeah. Most of them don't, though. Most of them don't work. Oh. Yeah, I know. So graduate students are just the adult version of middle schoolers. That's what I'm oh, saying. Cycle back. Except they're way less likely to pinpoint your greatest insecurity and yell it at yeah. a, a room you're in. <laughs> it's true. Very least, true. Yeah, it's like a superpower. Okay, we're moving. <laughs> Nick, what can we expect from you tonight? Uh, you'll find out. Okay. Then tell uh, us a, a regret. You can expect nothing. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, am I supposed to say my character name? Just yeah. say the name. Just say the name. So that way no, when just, it comes up, name. people will know. You know? Yes. I will be playing... I'm Nicholas Goblin, and I will be playing Shaba. Ooh. That's all I'm going to say. 
I don't want to say regrets. Yeah. So one time I went to Costa Rica and it was this really cool trip. And um, uh, there was this, this girl that I liked was also on the trip. And I thought it would be this big brain idea to leave these like tropical flowers on her bed night or in her nightstand in like the place that we were staying in because uh, there were tropical flowers everywhere. And um, yeah, it did. It just didn't amount to anything. It was literally it was like in the beginning of the trip. So the next like nine days of my life was just like <laughs> just like being stuck in this situation where like we we had to like travel together because uh, we were in this small group of kids in, <laughs> in eighth graders uh, just on this trip in a different country. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was a combination of getting nagged by my few friends who were there and just having to be near this person who had just rejected me <laughs> for so like 10 days. Oh, okay. What? Yeah. So she knew she that. Knew. Oh, so she, it was pretty, yeah, it was pretty immediately made known to her who was leaving the flowers. Um, and yeah, and she, she very politely, uh, wrote, wrote me a, a, a no thank you note. It was, it was pretty well handled. No shrug. She should just shrug uh, no. and get up. <laughs> she was, she was very, she's very gracious about it. She, she was, you know, I probably wasn't because I was a terrible person. That's, that's another regret, but we're not going to talk about those. But you did do the flower thing though. The flowers are nice. Yeah, no, it's, I, I really wish I hadn't, hadn't done that. Okay. Wait, wait a second. So you wish like so you and um Johnny, do you guys regret doing what you did because you guys got rejected or why do you guys regret it? Because they're cringe ways of doing it or <laughs> Yeah, like like what is it? Like oh, what no. is it that you regret? But to be clear, the flowers were a genius. Those. Yeah. Those that's what I'm saying. That's sounded sweet. That's how romantic is. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that's a fact and it's still true. Okay. But the no, like just like, th like it was never like having absolutely no idea if this was going to work or I guess that's not really it either. It's really just the fact that like the rest of the trip, it, I hadn't considered for a single second that I was going to be trapped with this person. And if they said, like, yeah. no, thank you. Uh, I, we would just be stuck together. For so, like, so, like, you're sort of thinking they yeah, should have done like at the end of the trip. Yeah, that probably yes. wouldn't. Like a build up the to, to the end of the trip. Yeah, the go. timing, and also my handling of the situation after. Also after, yeah, yeah. which was yeah. not well. And I'm, we're not going to get into that. Because the angst <laughs> I, I just regret it because it was like super embarrassing. And in hindsight, like, I I know plenty of people who met the person that they're married to, like met their like soulmate or whatever in middle school, but. When I think back to who I was as a 12 year old, I'm like, what was I even doing? Like, where was, where was that going to go if she was interested? Like, where are we going to take her, Johnny? Like, I don't know. I was, I had a plan to go to this like really divey pizza restaurant, but hey. we both would have gotten sick. It would have been a terrible experience anyway, if she'd said yes. So, oh, <laughs> we should, we should table this for now, but we should definitely do an, uh, a banter session on heartbreak stories. Oh, oh. like like oh, especially yeah. things like this where you you just go out on a limb and the limb breaks. The limb, yes, that's yeah. a good one. And I know, I know that that uh, that pizza restaurant would have made us sick because I went alone after school after that oh, happened and I got sick. So Johnny, <laughs> you Johnny. were spared some of that then. In a way, that's true. That's true. You didn't make someone else sick. Well, um, that was wonderful. Thank you all so much for, for sharing those regrets. 
again no, like i no, said justin, they... justin you gotta you gotta do one now yeah what did you think uh the dirt well i don't want to take too much. one regret i also want another one from steve now <laughs> i know <laughs> just to be uh, clear. Okay. yeah I, I I don't want to take up too much time, so I will not be taking any clarifying questions. All right? <laughs> no. I will say it, and that will be it. Just prepare to get text. Of course. There was a girl, and I w- never talked to her. I was friends with some of her friends, but somehow I got it in my head that I should call her home. But this was before cell phones existed, so I dialed the number, and of course the dad said, Who is this? Oh, can I can I talk to? Uh, and they handed it off, and I asked this person out over the phone, and she's like, "Um, no, no." I was like, oh, "That's all right," and I hung up. And um, <laughs> I don't think I talked to them for a few more years because, again, all of our friends were all friends, but I never talked to this person before that. Uh, it was uh, nor after, clearly. <laughs> Not really after, yeah. This person yeah. who shall remain nameless. Just just to be clear, the first 14 years of Justin's life, he sounded like this! Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry! I told you I, I will just... not be taking any clarifying questions. <laughs> I know. Uh, we're out of time on that. Uh, Steve, text me later. <laughs> you can text, you can text us later. Owed. We... <laughs> Danny, put a pin in this. We can bring this back up again on Behind the Bison. Uh, you can ask your me your questions then. My voice. Yes, it dropped. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> thank you all for sharing your regrets. Those were those were lovely um, and hilarious. <laughs> Let's uh, find out if uh, Osa and his friends are going to regret any of their actions tonight um i think we open on it's it's a a a sister an air nomad she's wearing the air nomad robes she's bald she's got the tattoos on her head and she's just sitting in a meditative position she's just looking you know straight at the camera all right uh well it's we're going to give the three of you one more chance and the camera pans back and we can see three air acolytes sitting cross-legged and meditating in front of this sister. We see Osa, we see Ketsun and Arin and uh, sister Han Gu. That's her name. She continues. She goes, now some of you have failed probably too many times then we should let you fail at this and she looks directly at Ketsun but we're willing to give you all one last chance only one only one are you ready to hear Uh, what your test is yeah yeah can Aaron and I do we get more chances until we fail as much as Ketsun did Uh, Osa, I don't have to remind you about what happened last time we gave you a test. So, no, this will be your last chance as well. Yeah, so sorry, Master. Here's your test. You are going 
to ask the spirit of rebirth for one of their feathers. Is that hard? Well, you are going to have to figure out where Hua Shou lives in the spirit realm. For this test, you are going to need to learn to meditate, project yourself into the spirit world, retrieve the feather, and come back. That does sound hard. Only a true airbending master would be able to do this. So, Ketsun just looks across the meditation circle at Osa, just like wide-eyed and kind of like slowly shaking his head like, Oh, so you can just tell the read on this is there's no way we're going to do this. Yeah, Osa is just kind of like looking back at Ketsun, just like one of those looks of kind of like dumb, like, I don't know how we're supposed to <laughs> to accomplish this on his face. Um, are, are you sure you can't just tell us how to find the spirit and then we can talk to him? There's a, a wide smile on Sister Hangu's face. Once you make it into the spear world, it should be relatively pretty easy to find Huasho, so um, I think you've got it. Besides, I've heard likes the taste of meat. She gives Osa a knowing look. Osa kind of fidgets and like, he like moves something that's in his pocket like deeper into it. Now, for this test, you'll obviously need uh, someone in charge. And the masters and I have decided that Aaron what? <sighs> will be in charge. Okay. Okay. Aaron, you're going to have to learn how to make the hard decisions that leaders have to make. Uh, do you know if we're going to be alone in the spirit world? Oh, you won't be alone. There are thousands of spirits in the spirit world. Some friendly, some not. Okay. So I just like, I take a few steps back and I just kind of shift my eyes between Osa and Ketsun. Well, any last questions? I'll leave you three to it. Um, We're supposed to just figure out how to get into the spirit world ourselves? You've all been taught the basics of meditation and, and spirit projection. The masters and I believe that if you were to, the three of you put your minds to it, we believe you can figure it out. So I'm supposed to be the one who makes all the decisions, but yet that doesn't mean that I'll become a master. If the three of you together obtain the feather, and bring it back, all three of you will have passed your test. Okay. All right. Good luck. She stands up and starts to walk away. And uh, before she leaves, she stops. Her back turned to you. You hear her say, I know that it's been difficult for the three of you. I know. I know it's been hard. We wouldn't give you this task if we didn't think you could do it. And then she turns around and goes, and Ketsun, please put on a fresh robe. We've told you, stop tearing the sleeves off them. Oh, okay. <laughs> and she walks away. Ketsun does not put on a fresh robe when she is out of the room. Uh, she says doable, but she said that the last 
seven times? Eight? Eight? Eight times? Oh. Well, I, I can never meditate on an empty stomach. And Osa just pulls a bunch of meat out of a... He pulls like a little a sack out of his pocket and opens it up. And there's some like dried meat. And he offers some to Ketsun and Saara. Yes. Score, Osa. And take you gonna some jump too. in, Aaron? Oh, sweet. Ooh, Aaron's gonna eat me. Thanks. Where did you get this? You know that merchant that comes and he he always offers the meats and everyone else rejects it, so there's always more for me. Yeah, why does that guy bring it here anyway? He's such a fool. I think he just has it with him when he's traveling, Ketsun. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. This is good. All right, Aaron. You're you're in charge. How do we do this? Yeah, I heard you're good at meditating and stuff. I don't know how good I am at that, honestly. Um, Just, well, all right, well, we have to sit down. So I'll lead and I sit down in, what was that that position called? I guess crisscross. Yeah. Crisscross. Applesauce. (laughs) Cross-legged. Sitting cross-legged. Yeah. And um, I just kind of look at the guys, see if they'll join me. Yeah, mm-hmm. Osa Osa sits down in a yeah similar lotus position, I guess. Justin, I'm sorry. Are we in like a an open air space? Are we more into the temple? That's what I was imagining was an open air space, but um, cool. Okay, you guys have obviously done this like once or twice, right? I feel like I've kind of gone in, but not like, I don't know. I wasn't convinced, but I kind of, what? I don't know. But how do you kind of, but don't know if you were in? Well, I might have been dream- dreaming. I felt, I don't know. I might have fallen asleep. Okay. But it felt so. real, you know, it was really real. Uh, Elder Panchen always tells me I lack the focus to meditate properly. I just get hungry. I don't like doing it. Well, you mm-hmm. just ate, so should be good. Yeah. Ketson we'll smacks see. Osa's belly a little bit, <laughs> just pats it lightly. Osa kind of like bats Ketsun's hand away. All right, let's do this, I guess. Well, the trick is now, when I say this, I have no intention of actually going into the spirit world, but I'm trying to lead by example. <laughs> okay. So the trick is, is just to empty your mind and try to... It should be easy for you, Ketsun. Whatever. Just try to let go and imagine whatever you think the spirit world is for you. Imagine that you're there. It also helps if you close your eyes so you don't get distracted. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I actually like the way you said that, Aaron. That was really good. That was better than a lot of the old people here. No offense, old people, if they're hearing me. We're definitely watching. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sorry, I'll focus. How are you doing, Osa? Um, I'm okay for now, I think. Everything you said makes sense. Does everyone feel safe going in? Then let's try it. Yeah. I mean, we gotta, right? I don't know what I'd do if this didn't work out. Well, I was just asking, because if you're afraid, that might be preventing you from entering. 
I'm afraid of not entering. Honest. Okay, kids. I'm ready. Let's just be quiet and okay. try okay. to focus on one. Yeah. Got it. <sighs> you all taking a deep breath, breathe out. And a number of moments of stillness and quiet and tranquility just elapse in this outdoor meditation ring in the Southern Air Temple. Heard of flying bison is playing in the background. You can hear further away the sounds of airbending and training. Maybe the sounds of some air gliders flying in the in the air. Any water dragons? Or no. Otter dragons? No <laughs> dragon otters. <laughs> and for the three of you, your senses are here in the material world. You're, you're picking up these sounds, these smells. You can smell, you know, some more meat in Osa's pockets. And for Arin and Osa, eventually it's almost as though your senses are heightened. Like all of a sudden sounds become not louder, but like clearer and crisper. And the smells of the, the meat in Nosa's pocket soon get replaced with the smell of uh, fresh rain on flowers in a field. And you open your eyes and the two of you are in an Osa, are in a field, in a brightly colored, multi-colored field of verdant flowers. There's a expansive forest, and you see a number of like pink and blue and green like floofs. They just look like a like a floof. They're just like jumping around the field. You see these like crazy creatures that look like uh dragons with lions faces like flying in the background but you don't see Ketsun. how are you feeling also um not hungry so that's good yeah that's actually really good uh where's where's Ketsun? i look around and i concerning i say in a concerned tone I don't know. Can we get to Ketsun? Absolutely. So you just see Ketsun being a little antsy, shifting uncomfortably in his robes. Uh, so I know I don't want to mess with anybody's meditation, but uh, you guys, how are we doing? Are we good? Guys? Guys? Oh, shoot. Okay, okay. Focus, 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 focus. <sighs> Justin, can we hear him? Like, is there like a voice or something? Okay. Well, I'm gonna guess that Ketsun did not is not in the spirit world. Hopefully, he's not somewhere else. So, are we still sitting down or are we standing up? Uh, you are sitting for the moment. Okay. So I stand up and I start looking around. And I reach out my hand to Osa. Uh, Osa like takes it, but it says, I think maybe we should wait for Ketsun. What happens if he doesn't show up? 
I, th- I think we all fail. Right? She said we have to f- pass together. Meta, just get the feather and say I was there the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, lying is a core principle of the airbending nomad. I mean, it's super dodgy, <laughs> just like airbenders. <laughs> uh, Kitsune, this time you are closing your eyes and you're just like, focus, 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 focus. focus. And you hear all the same things, smell all the same things. Eventually, your voice starts getting like distorted. Focus, focus, focus. And instead of your senses getting heightened, it's like everything is gone. And you open your eyes to just see nothing but blackness. Oh. Uh, spirits, spirit, help me, help me. <laughs> and you drop oh. and fall. Oh. The Aran and Osa, you hear from the sky, oh, and crashing down in front of you <laughs> is Ketsu. <coughs> See, there he is. Hey. Uh, I made it. Oh, are you okay? That was scary. Did you guys fall too? No. Not at how, all. Uh, how did you get up there? Uh, how did you not come from up there? Uh, let's just go. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I still have my hand out to help Osa. Yeah, he, he accepts the help. All right. Let's try to stay together. And yeah. She looks at, I look at Ketsun. Uh, of, of course. Yeah, yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Okay. Why are you what? looking? Uh, let's go. Okay. Okay. So we just start walking. So how do we find this uh, spirit thing? What's the name again? Is anyone else listening? What are you like quizzing us, Aaron? Mm- I'm just asking a question. I'm not being all professory. Are you quizzing us? Kitsun? No. No, no. I just don't remember. Neither do I. I was going to ask him, was anyone else listening? Hoashu. It's. Ah, Hoashu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was it. I mean, maybe we just go ask one of the other spirits here. You want to interact with another spirit? I mean, some are good, right? What if they're good? Yeah, I mean. And what if they're not good? Then we run away, right? Is your plan to just walk until we find him? Yeah, do you even know what Hoashu looks like? I mean, it's got a lot of feathers, I guess. Maybe it's a bird? Maybe it's well, one of those? One of what? A f- the floof? Wasn't there something with feathers flying nearby? Like, yeah, there's, yeah. There's like a dragon with a lion's uh, face that's flying around. That's terrifying. I'm not saying that we shouldn't. I'm just saying that maybe we should be very particular with who we interact with in the spirit world we're not in our element well, i'm sorry but i don't exactly know how you tell a good spirit from a bad spirit probably the same way you can't tell a good person from a bad one i mean how many bad spirits can there even be probably just as many bad people the only thing is is that this is a different realm and things don't work the same way osa just like walk starts walking toward the the lion spirit that the the dragon lion. Uh, yeah. you, sh- you, sh- you, sh- you sure about that, Osa? 
That's a scary looking hey, one. Hey, dragon. Dragon. Oh, yes. Lion, lion dragon, sir. You can just call me Paul. Paul? Oh, yes. That works. <laughs> um, all right, Paul. Uh, do you know how to find Huashu? Oh, first time in the spirit world, hmm? Yeah. Everyone yeah. knows where Huashu lives. Great. Okay, can you can you tell us? Well, and he sort of like looks at uh, he like looks at the sky. All the spirits know where Huashu lives. Well, it's been a few years. I think they said we can't share that information with just anyone who asks, but I'll give you this. A few years ago, I actually, someone asked me the exact same question. Was, uh, I don't know, a man, he had black hair, it was up in a bun on top of his head, and um, he asked me where Huashu lived. I haven't seen him since. He started heading towards the fog of lost souls in that direction. Oh. That doesn't sound good. No. So is that the direction we need to go? Oh, if this guy won't tell us anything, you guys are tightening security around here or something? Well, we're just distrustful of humans. Over the years, people have been making decisions that are not good for spirits. Mm. But you seem like a decent bunch. Yeah, we're the good kind. Uh, do you know any spirits around here who are really, really trusting of humans? Probably the closest. Like I said, I gave you giving you the the name of the, the name of this man is Shojok. Most oh, spirits aren't even going to tell you right. that. So, all right, sounds like a firebender with hair like that, right? It might be. I don't keep up on your earth politics. All right, thanks, uh, Paul. Yeah, let's um. Anytime. That's weird. That's so weird. Let's head towards the. Fog of Lost Souls? Yeah, they said this would be easy, huh? Fog of Lost Souls. Alright. So I, I kind of stand still. I have no... Arn? Is it Do you have a different plan? No, I just... I... Um, there's something I need to tell you guys. I've been getting these visions or nightmares about this place and it's one of the reasons why I feel like I'm probably not gonna pass so if there's like something well maybe something's wrong with me but in this I got one like last night and for the first time there was people that I knew in my vision and that's both of you uh oh I don't want to be in anybody's visions. But both of you were being driven mad by some monster, a shadow that that lurks behind both of you. And I can't help but think that if we go, if we head in the direction that we're that we're heading, we're gonna find this thing there. Um, I mean, I I appreciate your concern for us. Elder Panchen told me something once when I had a lot of nightmares when I was younger. He said, sometimes dreams mean something 
And sometimes dreams are just dreams. Most of the time, dreams are just dreams. And uh, I mean, we need to do this. I need to do this. I think maybe your dream was just a dream. I hope so. I'm, I'm not saying that we shouldn't. I'm just scared. That's all. Yeah. I'm scared too. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, but... Do you guys want me to be the leader? No. Oh, okay. Right on. But maybe... Osa, maybe you should lead us into this next part. I mean, if that's what you think is best, I think then we go to the Fog of Lost Souls and we find Shojak. Lead the way. Start walking in the direction that the uh, Lion Dragon that Paul pointed out to us. Yep, Paul. <laughs> you start traveling and for the three of you, uh, this is the first time in, in the spirit world it's not like traveling in the material world. Like you are moving, but it's almost as like your mind is moving your form. Like you're taking steps, but you don't like feel anything under the steps. You travel like this for a little bit and eventually it, it breaks to this road that continues down open fields on either side and you continue down for a little bit and in the distance you see a tree and at the base of this tree are the three purplish viscous looking creatures and they're like clawing at the tree and you can hear inside of the tree uh, the scream of a little girl I, I think someone needs help. Ketsun like tries to do some air bending and like get a ball going in his hands. Nothing. Oh right. Oh guys, we can't even do the bend. We can't bend in here. Um, I mean, it, they they need help. It doesn't matter. And Osa starts running towards the tree. Uh, uh, okay. Ketsun starts running after Osa and Aaron. Uh, and as you run up, you get closer and. These three f things have completely changing forms. One minute they're like a bear, and the next minute they're like on all fours. And the next minute they're long like a snake. They're just constantly shifting and attacking the bottom of this tree. And as you get closer, they sense you and turn around. What do the three of you do? Uh, oh, so do you have any of that meat? Do you have, like, spirit meat? Well, I had an idea, and you just said it out. You just... Never mind. Um, I was going to try and trick the spirits, because airbenders don't usually eat meat. But... Oh, my bad. I guess we... Can we fight spirits as spirits? Uh, that was your idea, running towards these? No. But then you announced what I was going to use to trick them. What if they don't understand us? Ketson looks over at them. Do you understand us? Uh, these forms are shifting between all these various animals. 
and then they start creeping towards the three of you. I think maybe just try the thing you were going to try, and then if it doesn't work, we run. Uh, I'm just going to try a different thing, and I'm going to run towards one of them and just punch it. <laughs> <laughs> the hammer! The hammer! Um, Justin, how many are there? There are three. Three on three. Okay. So, as Osa, um, before he punches one of them, and he's like approaching one, Aaron will go kind of like behind him and try to go get, you know, distract the another one. Mm-hmm. So that way at least he just has to worry about two instead of one, three. Ketson freezes a bit and just watches Aaron and hopes that two of the things go after Aaron. <laughs> I miss Ren. Does it work? <laughs> uh, you, Aaron, you are running. You're, you're like, hey, look over here. Come on, come on. You try and get one of their attention and start running away. Uh, and it does. It starts following you as the other two start to enclose on Osa. Osa's like trying to punch them and uh, throw them off. Uh, Aaron, you're leading this one around. But Ketsun, you can see that these two spirits are quickly overpowering Osa without his bending ability. Uh, uh, oh, man. Ketsun begrudgingly dashes towards Osa and tries to peel one of these spirits off of him. You grab this spirit and throw it off of Osa. And the minute you touch it, Ketsun, you are back in that dark place. That voidless uh, place. What? Hello? Osa? Aaron? They're not here. And you're back in the spirit world. And Osa, you now see that these two spirits that you were fighting have stopped moving and they're just staring at you and Ketsun. And they make this like trilling sound and the one chasing Aaron stops and the three of them run away I guess punching worked so to clarify Justin I am back with everybody now you are now back yes you didn't go anywhere oh so you didn't see Ketsun go anywhere yep but when we came to the spirits were just like looking at us or looking at me to Osa they were looking at both of you but Ketsun you couldn't help but feel like they were looking directly at you. Okay. I immediately look at the boys and try to observe their behavior. And I notice that Ketsun has a more serious face than he's, he doesn't look serious most of the time. But he yeah. looks very serious now. Maybe maybe they're not as bad as we thought. I uh, run to catch up with them. And this entire time, a little girl has been screaming in this tree. Oh, we should go check on whoever that is, right? Yeah, it's it's safe. You can come out. I'll, I'll, I I think I want to say less screaming, more just like crying. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> just, ah! Ah! <laughs> that that could be that could constitute either one, but yeah, that that's, yeah. sounds like screaming to me. But it sounds very so I know. No, I'm saying no. I know. I know. I'm saying that's not what she's I've never saying. cried or screamed before, so I wouldn't know. So. I think more like sustained scream crying. You know what I mean? Not just like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like. Whoa. Whoa. 
<laughs> Ketsun starts, you know, steadying himself and then makes his way up the base of the tree. Hey, uh, the things are gone. The, the spirits. Danny, why don't you tell us what Ketsun sees? As you say that, you see poking her head down at you. Um, this young, very young girl. Um, she wears her hair in pigtails and she has her attire and her the style in which her hair is made is very telling to be that of someone from a water tribe. She has a single hoop of hair, single loop of hair on either side of her head, um, like going down around her ears. And she sort of just pokes her head and looks at Getsu and goes, Are you guys evil spirits too? D- definitely not. No, no, come down and stay with us. Who are you? How do I? How, how do I know that you're not? Uh, do you see any other spirits that look like us? I mean, I guess not, but I've seen a lot of weird things since I've been here. We're, Sorry. we're people. Not not spirits, technically. Yeah, this is Osa. That's Aaron, And I'm Ketsun. Have you seen anything around here called Huashu? It's got a bunch of feathers. I, I don't even think I know what here is. Uh, here. And she starts to kind of shuffle and try to climb down, but she sort of loses footing and just falls off the tree ah! and lands right in front of Ketsun. Ketsun reaches out a hand to try to catch and support and steady. Regaining herself and grabbing her head, she goes, My my name's Anuyo. Anuyo. And sorry, when you said really little, like, are we talking like six years old? Or are we eight talking years like. Old. Okay, cool. Anuyo, if you didn't meditate, how did you get here? Meditate? I don't... I mean, last thing I really remember was going on a trip with my with my father. We were hunting, and it's also blurry. I think we got attacked, and so I ran. He told me to run, and then I stumbled upon this forest in, in the North Pole. And that's really the last thing I remember. Meta, would like a an airbender on average even have ever heard of a forest in the North Pole? Um, I think the North Pole is known as like a tundra. So there being right. a forest there yeah. is Like, very do people know about this well, like giant spirit portal, you know? I don't know if the general public would, but the air, air people are nomads specifically. Like, they travel from right. place to place and visit the spiritually significant parts of the world. So maybe we know we kind of have this on our radar a little bit. Yeah, my understanding is that the world is aware of the spirit portals, but they are incredibly dangerous to get to. Yeah. Is that how you guys got here? By by meditating? Yeah. I just want to go home. I want to make sure my dad's okay. I I feel like I've been here for so long. I don't know for sure, but I just want to go home. Do you... Do you know what direction you got here from? I mean, to this tree? Well, I climbed up the tree. So I guess when I was up the tree, I came from the direction of down. That's not helpful. And then just Before now, that I came part. from up there. Oh, um, um, she sort of looks around. She says, uh, that way and points somewhere. And then right after she points there, she just moves her finger in a completely different direction. So... 
from here and Ketsun puts a finger in the air to match all the way to like here and then puts another hand out. Um, That's like a like, quarter of the, the world. Wait, a little bit more. She runs over, she walks over to one of your fingers and just moves it a little bit to the left. Yeah, yeah, there. Huh. I don't know um, about this, guys. Okay. Why don't why don't you stay with us and we'll help you find your way home when we can. How long have you been here? Um she starts holding out her fingers and like pointing on her fingers. Uh let me guess, from like here to here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. From <laughs> and Ketson just like puts one hand at his chest level and one above his head. From like this time to about that time. So I wanna say about maybe two or three days. Days. Maybe four. The low end of five. And like there's like as you're talking to her, it's obvious she was just up in that tree, like screaming and sobbing. Like her face is like red. And but she does seem she definitely seems like she believes you guys that you are people. And she seems excited at seeing you guys. Like she's like definitely <laughs> like this is the first you guys are the first non-terrifying looking things she's probably seen in a while. And so, you know. Justin? Yes. Does uh does she look the same as us? Uh she does not. Does she look more corporeal? She does, yeah. Does she have feathers? <laughs> <laughs> is this Hawashu? <laughs> I've tricked you. My name is Hawashu. <laughs> You've passed my test. You passed my test. You <laughs> saved me when I was just but a little girl. Take a what feather. You, what you've done for the least of these, you've done for me. Oh, stop. <laughs> stop it. Stop it, Hawashi Jesus. That's enough. And no, there are no feathers on this eight-year-old water trap girl. Um, do you want to come with us to the Fog of Lost Souls? Should be a great time you to the what the fog of lost souls oh well or you could just stay here like in a, the tree until those things come that back sounds like a fun time actually yeah let's go there okay all right let's go um, just give me a second and then she goes to the base of the tree and she picks up this little like makeshift slingshot and then she just stuffs it in one of her pigtails and starts following you guys well that's a good idea why did the monks give us some of those? Where did she stuff it? In one of her pig, in one of her pigtails, just like like a almost like a chopstick, but it's a slingshot, like right beneath where the uh, hair tie is, so it, so it stays there. And I love Johnny's perplexion right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I love Johnny. I'm like it, it kind of makes sense and also doesn't. So let's carry on with it. I think yeah. it's I think it's funny. <laughs> it's, cute. it's very thin to the point of uselessness. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she doesn't have a bag. At least she didn't gauge her ears metalcore style and put it through a loop yeah. in her earlobe. Where did she find rubber bands in the spirit? She doesn't want to. She doesn't want to hold it. You know, like she she's eight years old. They hate holding. She doesn't things. want it to be useful. <laughs> okay, <laughs> she, she right. wants it to be stylish. The now four of you continue on to the fog of lost souls. There's some time. I don't know if you want to continue to chat. If we want to just get to the fog of lost souls, um, I think on the way, Ketsun will ask 
Anuyo, so you're like here, here, not just like meditating here. Can you, can you water bend? No, no, I can't. A lot of my friends can, though, back at the um, Northern Water Tribe. But okay. I'm, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I can't bend here either. Oh. Aaron. Yeah? That's me. No. <laughs> <laughs> two two clubs. Two clopins and an open, okay. <laughs> I've been thinking about it. What what did you say the spirit in your dream looked like? It didn't look like anything. It was like a shadow. It was like a monster of some sort. Okay. I was just thinking we've already dealt with some bad spirits and it wasn't that hard but if we see a shadow monster we run as they're describing the shadow monster does it feel eerily similar to what i've been dealing with justin you haven't seen anything when you've gone to that place but it is just as empty as a shadow would be Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. ketsun holds the back of the line and just starts kind of checking looking over his shoulders as they continue. He very quietly mutters to himself, it's just, just leave me alone. And the only thing you hear after a moment of silence is just, you invited me. Mm-hmm. I did, but I, I don't know. I, I, just, I, didn't, I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to disturb you. And then you just hear, <laughs> And it's almost as just like this sense of cold just permeates your body as the laugh echoes into your mind. Ketsun tries to keep a, a straight face and set his shoulders back and look as natural as possible. Catches up a little bit with the group. Oza looks back and, and says, did you say something, Ketsun? Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. Just thinking out loud. Oh, okay. The entire time, the camera sort of cuts to Anuyo, who's been walking right behind Katsun, and her eyes are just wide, and she has a look of extreme worry on her face, but she continues following them. <laughs> Katsun turns back and realizes all of a sudden that he wasn't at the back of the line. He's like, oh, shoot. Uh, sorry. That was, that was nothing. You're, you're safe. Go, go, walk, go walk with them. And he, like, pushes her. <laughs> <laughs> nothing makes you feel safer than a person talking to themselves and then looking at you and saying, you're safe. <laughs> oh gosh I'm starting to think I knew it might have been safer up in that tree (laughs) on second I'm just going to go in and wait in the tree and you can come back with your feather (laughs) just kidding he doesn't say that alright let's continue Uh, Aaron kind of keeps her eyes on both Anuyo and Kitsun. Uh, she knows that Kitsun's been acting different, but because of Arin's history with these visions, uh, she just doesn't tr- trust Anuyo 100%. Very interesting. After uh, after a certain amount of time, like at, probably as we start getting close to where Osa assumes the, the fog of lost souls is, but before we start seeing any fog or anything that makes it clear that we're there, he's just going to start 
like yelling occasionally. Show jock. Show jock. Show jock. Show jock. Show jock. <laughs> Every now and then a new yo will like look under like a little rock and like show jock. He's not here, guys. Good job, Anuyo. Who's Shojak? Uh, the person we're looking for. Yeah, I think it's an adult man, so he won't fit under any of those rocks. Oh, okay. She goes to a bigger rock, looks under that one. Shojak! That's better. <laughs> Shojak! And, uh... Shojak! You're all shouting Shojak. Ketsun, you are in the back shouting Shojak. And, uh, you realize that no one else is shouting Shojak. And that's because the three of them are standing in front of a cliff. And you walk up and the camera follows you. And it has this like aerial view pan of this valley that's just covered in fog. And you can see that there is a way down. And it passes by what looks to be like a structure almost on the cliff about halfway between the top and the bottom of the valley. But it's like too faint to make out what the structure is. Uh, you'd have to get a little bit closer. I mean, it's, it's like a structure on the side of a, a cliff, hmm. but the, the path down goes through there. Yeah. You guys sure about this? No, but what other choice do we have? We're not going down there. Are we? We have to. You want to get your tattoos, right, Inuyo? I'm not trying to get tattoos. Well, we do, so you're coming. Yeah. Unless you want to be alone up here. He turns around and looks back. Looks back towards the fog of lost souls and goes, Well, what's the worst that can happen? Don't ask that. Okay, never mind. A lot of things. Okay. Let's oh, just I knew Aaron would that. answer. Don't answer, Aaron. <laughs> All right, let's go. As you are walking down, you can see that the structure is like it's like made out of stone. It's on the side of the cliff, and it almost looks like it's overlooking the valley overlooking all this fog there's like a um as you can get as you get closer to it looks like at the at the top like what would be the first floor there's like a a room like an office almost that juts out over the entire valley and allows a bird's eye view of all of the fog of lost souls almost as if someone is like keeping an eye on it and you get closer and there's like a giant stone door on the side of this building. And there are like these two, they almost look like uh, flame sprites, sort of like this smoldering flame. And they're wearing like little uniforms and they, Oh, what is your, what are you doing here? <laughs> Shojok. We're, we're looking for a man named Shojok. Well, anyone that wants to go into the Fog of Lost Souls has to speak to the Master. Okay. Can we talk to the Master? Hut, hut. And they go and <laughs> bump into each other and open the door. And it <laughs> creaks open. Oh, God. <laughs> and you can see that as you you walk in, it's, it's, it's like an office almost. Um, there are like people moving around and almost look like they're like 
pushing papers and writing things on papers and whatnot. And one of these little flame sprites is leading you. And he's like, up this way! And he leads you to this spiral staircase that goes up to the top. Oh, this isn't so bad. Oh, we're very efficient here at the Fog of Lost Souls. Take pride in our work. What do you guys do here? Well, we make sure that no one escapes. People are sentenced uh, here to the Fog of Lost Souls, and if they're sentenced, we can't let them leave. What if What if they're just visitors? Well, you're just visiting. Have you, you haven't been sentenced here, right? No, 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 no. All right, guys. I know yeah, just visiting. I knew you? No, 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 you're right. <laughs> the flame sprite, like, sort of... S- like smokes up it's like this wisp of fire that moves looks at a new yo no not her no 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 she's good <laughs> oh you can tell this by looking all right new yo looks terrified <laughs> <laughs> it keeps leading you up to to the top floor that you saw and it leads you to where you would know that this office that like overlooks everything is and he stops at the door and goes the boss is just right in here. What's uh? What's your? What's the boss's name? His name's Shaba. Be respectful. Great. Okay. And the flame sprite dashes back downstairs. Okay. Guys, uh, guys oh. I don't have a good feeling about this. Uh. Osa just pushes the door open. <laughs> <laughs> Creaks open. And you Mom can see. Your head in. <laughs> Look. Aaron, you look and there's like a desk. You can see that there are like almost windows, but without the glass. So it's just like open to the the fog of lost souls. But it's like a 360 view of this entire valley. And there's like a desk and like a chair, but no one is sitting in it. There's like uh, to your right, there is like... Uh, a a sitting room almost with a bunch of like chairs and tables and whatnot to your left on the left wall uh you don't see anything you it it just looks like there's like a pile of like metal in the left it's just like sitting on the ground interesting do you see shaba no canaries too and the the voice comes from the pile of metal on the floor hello Nandeska? I don't know. You mortals have so many what? languages. What, what do you want from me? I don't... And the chains, because they are chains, the metal on the floor, start to writhe and move and flow towards the desk and the chair. You know, you catch me. I, I, you know, I'm taking a break. I get a break every once in a while. You know, all these, all these freaking spirits always dumping all of their mortals into my freaking hole. And then I got to watch them. And there's always more. And hey, and, and as the the chains like flow into the chair, like one of the drawers opens and like some like clothes are pulled out and the chains like coil themselves into the clothes and the chains as well as chains can wear, uh, wear a suit and uh, sit down (laughs) as as well as chains in the shape of a man can sit down into the chair at the desk. So what do you want? I'm kidding. I know what you want, Whoa! but I want you to ask. Do you need us for this conversation? Uh, no, but you need me, so you better change your tone. Yeah. You guys want to talk to uh, Shaco? Shaco? Shoko? Yoko Ono? What is this? Shojak. <laughs> Shojak, yeah. Why? Do you know 
Well, I look back at the rest and so do you want us to tell you something you already know? Or like what I just are wanna, you I just, I'm just trying to talk to you. I don't know what you, what are you guys on about? You're here to ask me for something. We need help. We need to find Hawashu. Hawashu. Oh yeah, we're not supposed to tell you guys immortals where where Hawashu is. Yeah, that's why we need to talk to Shojok. I don't know why you guys are doing this. You've already you you failed the exam. I don't know why you're just this is our last oh, chance. No. You, you yeah, you already failed. It's already it's done. It's written in stone. Even the spirits know we failed. Oh. Well, I know everything. There's a difference. I mean, those idiots out there, they don't I know. I haven't what's failed going on. anything. Uh, yeah, you're fine. Well, I mean you're not fine. You're stuck in the spirit world, so have fun with that. I mean, if you want to go get him, you can you're welcome to head on in. How do how do we find him? Well, you you already have. He's here. And because you're here, and since you've always been here and you always will be here, you you've already found him. He's, he's, you know, given an infinite but amount I, of time I, to do something. Well, hey, back back up. What do you, what do you what mean? Do you, what do you mean? We're well, always going to be here. Well, you're you're going to go in. And since somebody's you since you've a Nobody really arrives, right? They've already, they're already here. Everyone's, everyone who's going to be in the fog has, is already there and has always been there and will always be there. That's the fog, right? No, no one arrives. But People leave. But sometime and they weren't in the fog, right? Not how it works, bud. But we weren't in the fog. So we won't be able to leave once we get in? You will be in the fog. But. Which means you are in the fog. But we weren't in the fog, and we we will leave the fog to get to Hawashu. You don't want to leave the fog, kid. There's not a whole lot waiting for you. I desperately want to know what that means, but please don't tell me. Yeah, you wouldn't get it anyway. It's fine. I don't think it would change anything either. What about me? Is, is there a good stuff waiting for me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep talking to that voice in your head. We'll see. Well. What voice in his head? What voice in your head? I don't know. I feel like you guys should be a little bit more focused on your goal. Maybe, yeah. Maybe we could just talk later about that. You know what you got to do? He's down there. Go find him. Okay. As long as you don't, you know, keep talking like we're going to stay here forever. Gosh. Can you tell us? You've already been here forever. It's the day you get out. Okay. Can you tell us what he looks like? And if you could ever imagine what Shane's thinking looks like. Just like a little bit of rattle going on. Clink, yeah. mm, clink, clink, clink. The chains yeah. just form a question mark. Of <laughs> it's just. <laughs> ah, yeah. It's, okay. not, it's not coming. It's not coming to me. Down, down where exactly is he? In the fog. Oh, oh, just in the fog. I don't think we're going to get more specific instructions. There's the fog is infinite. It's it is it is it is there is no it doesn't take up any space and it takes up all of the space of Okay. I yeah. So here's here's what I've figured out, guys. He's crazy. But if Shojok's in the fog, we got to go down there. I'm the spirit of madness. What did you oh. expect? Oh, you are, okay. you are yeah. being very angry right now. That makes a lot of sense. That's not what madness means. Anyways, you take this very convenient uh, elevator down. Uh, actually, I don't have an elevator. I'm sorry. 
Um, oh man, I, I was really hoping for just an awkward elevator scene where it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the escalator is working. I don't know. Uh, you can you can ask Sebastian um, if the elevators escalators are operational. They usually aren't, but I think the elevators out of service. How do we get down there? The es- I just, the escalator. <laughs> but you said they're out, out of service. service? But we don't want to escalate. You don't even know what an escalator is. <laughs> <laughs> but you said it's not a service, like, so whatever it like is, it doesn't work. squinting really intensely at the bundle of chains, and it's like, I think uh, we should just go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can do your best to leave. We don't want to waste any more of our forever in the fog talking to him, right? Well, I mean, you've got forever, so. Oh. Not all of you. So Aaron just starts to walk away. Yeah, was a like follows yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> then we're gone. <laughs> we're gonna get to leave the fog, right? Uh, yeah, of course we will. I, I knew you. The monks told us we'd be fine. I told you that you guys would be fine. Oh, yeah, you're you're with us. You'll be okay. okay. Yeah, we'll protect you. We're strong and big and stuff, and you have that thing in your hair. Oh yeah. She puts it in your other pigtail. Sure, you can do that, I guess. All right. Do we find anything that we would not recognize as an escalator, but might be it? No, you absolutely <laughs> do not find anything resembling an escalator. You have no idea what shot we're going to talk downstairs. Yeah. Not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> do we find anyone named Sebastian? Uh, no, Sebastian. you do not. You're shouting and no one answers to Sebastian. <laughs> Sebastian. It's only those Show two dark. fire sprites. Yeah. And they're like. <laughs> I'm just imagining like a room just chock full of like spirits and apparent employees of this place. And, and no, 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 no one is Sebastian. Sebastian. Yes. <laughs> Everyone turns to us as we call out Sebastian. And like oh, this again. <laughs> Uh, and eventually, you continue to follow this path down to the valley, and there comes a point where the fog is right in front of you. You enter into it, you're going to be at the base of this valley. All right, this is it. Um, Anio kind of reaches her hand out and like waves it around just to see how like the fog interacts. It's um, weirdly heavy. It's like viscous. Yeah, material for what you would expect fog to be. Like you find resistance when your hand is moving in it. Does it seem like it dampens sound or? uh... From where you are, no, but you can't hear anything in the valley. You guys do realize it might be very difficult to find our way back out of it. Yeah. uh Uh-huh. Well, I, I, you're the leader, right? So I guess I guess you should go first, Aaron. How are we supposed to find anyone in there? Justin, is there anything nearby, like anything that could help us light away, like maybe a torch or something? Just grab one of those spirit guards and just drag him. <laughs> <in. laughs> <laughs> hey, torch boy. That's a good question. Um, yeah, what do you guys think? I think I think that sounds fun. That's that's an inventive way to to try and solve this problem. Okay, so I have an idea. I'm going to use that torch to help light the way, but we're going to need something to leave breadcrumbs behind so we know exactly where we left, like what area we came from. So does anyone have uh, anything in their pockets? Oh, sir, 
Be honest. Uh, Save it for later. I don't have anything in my spirit pockets, no. Okay. It, that's on my actual body. At the but air you have spirit clothes. Why don't you have spirit meat sticks? If I had them, I would eat them, and we would not put them on the ground. But no, I checked. I don't Anuyo, have anything. Anuyo says, I might have something. And she pulls out this pouch of a bunch of these curiously, curiously hard berries that she's been collecting in the spirit world. She goes, um, these are some berries. I've tried eating them, but maybe for humans, they're incredibly hard and rocky. So I just try to use them on my slingshot. That doesn't work at all. Maybe you should keep them just in case. Justin, is there anything else nearby that we could use as a, as you know, yeah, yeah, it's like breadcrumbs. Trail. Yeah. Be hard on us, Justin. There's like an entire French loaf of bread just on the ground next to us. There's actually a, a plate and it just says breadcrumbs here and it's pointing down to a plate of breadcrumbs. <laughs> it's not even bread, it's a plate of breadcrumbs. <laughs> the plate of panko. When panko I said bread. breadcrumbs, I didn't actually mean breadcrumbs. <laughs> no, no, that's what you I get. Guess. You say it, that's what you get. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a jar of panko. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you could give us you could give us nothing I could give you nothing and I think that would be interesting if we okay, still make yeah. it back All right. also at least Osa I mean, has to make it back <laughs> well I was going to say like I mean I don't know how, how we want to uh, play this because we don't necessarily know it and I don't know how we would figure it out but uh, like I think from what I remember in Korra like anything that we try to like leave behind, we won't be yeah. able to find. It's like true. I think yeah, we yeah. need to, we would need to, what is it like accept your fear or something or like yeah. embrace your fear, yeah, yeah. embrace your fear, whatever it is. Um, but we don't know that yet. Or you do don't we? know that yet. You don't know that yet. We could right. gather pebbles and put them down and then sure. you can yeah, yeah. I'm just saying like we should maybe not draw yeah. too much focus to whatever yeah. we're putting on the ground because yeah. it's not going to stay there. It's not going to help. Uh, Aaron, you're looking, Aaron, you're looking around and you do not see anything. You have your torch, but the only thing else around you is rocks and pebbles all right well let's just i i think at least we can try to make sure we don't lose each other like maybe have something tied between all of us just in case we lose each other in the fog that's a good idea it is oh yeah it's a good <laughs> idea i know you um, all right so let's all hold hands maybe i don't think that's you got any rope in i think so, Justin, Anuyo was on a hunting trip with her father. I think yeah. it would be pretty um, acceptable that she might have some, like, twine, maybe for, like, fishing sure. poles or something. Yeah. Yeah. So Anuyo reaches into her pocket and pulls out this um, roll of twine and goes, I think this might work better than holding hands. Yeah. And <laughs> she just goes between all of you guys and just starts, like, tying a portion of it around you guys' waists and... After that, she ties a portion of it to her as well and goes, there. Now, even if we never make it out, we'll always have each other. Great. All right. All right. right. Taran sticks out the torch right in front of her and leads the way. And the minute the four of you walk in, something about this place makes it difficult for you to stay together. Almost as if the fog itself is trying to pull you all apart. You got you guys you guys feel that? Y yeah. Um Are you trying to 
stretch the twine? Well, we need to go this way. Oh, okay. Okay. Whatever way that is. You know what way that is? Yeah, it's that way, right? Okay. Yeah, just walk this way. Yeah. What he said. Are you guys just, following me or are we all just following? What are we doing? No, oh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're following me. No, we're following the torch. I knew you. Can you, can they, can we all see this torch, Justin? Like, is there? Dimly, or did very they, dimly. There's like an outline uh, of it. All right. Can you guys see the torch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I got it. I got it. I'm moving mm-hmm. towards the torch. Can we see each other? Barely. Uh, not, Bare- no, not really. Barely. Okay. Like, you can see, like, the hand that you're grabbing or, like, the twine that you're holding on to and, like, the vague outline of another figure next to you. Hmm. I think I have a feeling about this vision here. Okay. Um, <laughs> can, we, can we hear anything? How interesting that you asked that question. Because as you continue <laughs> to travel through the fog... It's like dead quiet. You can't even hear like the muffle of your own footsteps walking through the fog. And then every now and then, it almost looks like a figure walks past you, muttering to itself. Oh, no, I, I could, I, no, never, no, I could, couldn't do that, couldn't do that. Oh, no, I could, no, oh, absolutely not, never. Oh. Hello? And we asked that, nothing, no response. Shojak? Shojak? Shojak! I'm gonna attempt to like grab one of them as they walk by. Uh, you grab one of them and it's like a disheveled woman. Her hair is like a mess and she just looks at you wide eyed and says, No, 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 no. I have to go back. I have to go back for them. I can't leave them. I can't leave them. I have to go back. Look over me. I have to go back. Where's Sho- Do you know where Shojak is? No, no, no. They're Do not there. Know? They're not there. They can't be there. No, 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 no. I'm never going to let them take them. Let me go. I have to go back. Oh, no. I, I let her go. She just stumbles away screaming this. Uh, guys, I don't think Shojak's going to be okay. There is a very high possibility he's not even in the fog. What? Why do you say that? There's a lot of people in here. So there's not enough space for him? No, I'm just saying that there's... You're in the spirit world. There's a really big chance that we were just tricked into something that we should not have done You mean by all. Paul, the nice lion dragon? I don't think Paul would not lie Paul. to us. Paul told us to go to the Fog of Souls. Oh, he didn't Shabba, tell us sure. to go into here. I mean, Shaba's super weird. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. But... But Paul, Paul said he was, Shojak was in the Fog of Lost Souls. Yeah. Paul was super nice. Shaba was too avocado short of an orchard. Something about Shaba seemed very honest. Paul, I wouldn't know. But we're here, so let's just try to f- see if he's in here. Shojak! Shojak! Can we hear an echo at all, or is it just muffled? It's muffled. And you keep traveling through and Anuyo, at some point you're like looking around and the first clear person through the fog is like walking like 20 feet away from you in the opposite direction. Looks like your dad. Dad? Anuyo just, even though she's tied to them, starts running towards that figure. Whoa, whoa, whoa there. You feel the twine snap. Oh, Anuyo, Anuyo. 
Guys, she ran. Why? Ketsun like pulls the twine that remains towards Osa and Aaron and puts his hands on both of their shoulders. I sure hope that's you, Ketsun. Yeah, yeah, it's it's me. She she said something about her dad and then ran that way. Are you sure that she's not a spirit? Uh, yeah. As sure as we can be. Do we follow her? We can't let her just wander around in here like those lost people. We should probably move quickly then. Oh, gosh. You lead the way, Katsun. You saw her go. Uh, now I get to be the leader. Just be careful. So I hand him the torch. I swear on Logima's trousers. He just <laughs> leads him and carves a path forward into the fog. Uh, Anuyo, you are chasing this figure that looks like your father, and you, you get to it, and it keeps running. You get to it, and all of a sudden it's to your left, running in the opposite direction. So you go chasing after it, and then it's to your right, and you're just getting all turned around. Dad, wait, Dad! And eventually you catch up to it. Its back is turned to you. Dad? And you will try to reach out and maybe tug at the shirt of this figure whom she thinks is her father. And the face turns around and says, How could you leave me in New York? And then it dissipates into the fog. Dad, what? And then Anuyo just sort of like collapses. She like crouches down and just like holds her knees and just starts crying. Justin, can we hear that? Her crying? In a second. Yeah. In a second. It'll take a while to get close enough, probably. Yeah. Did you guys hear that? Anuyo? Anuyo, you're just crying. And eventually, you feel a figure sort of walk up behind you. And it just sits down next to you. Lost someone. Hmm? Anuyo kind of peeks out through her arm to look at what, what this person is. You see a man in Fire Nation garb. Fire Nation military garb. With a traditional, you know, headdress and, and bun on top. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've lost people too. <laughs> yes, I have. I've lost so many people. My daddy, he said I loved him. I would never leave him. I, who are you? <laughs> but you're here. You did leave him. You wouldn't be here if you didn't leave people. No, I don't like what you're saying. Oh, Neo kind of starts like she sort of sits back, yeah, like on the ground and starts sort of, sort of like pulling herself away, like 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 crawling backwards away from him. Um, and he starts crawling towards you. You can't, you can't leave. You'll never leave. You can't leave the fog. You'll never leave the fog. And it's at this point that the three of you like come in, uh, and and she's like, help. Help! So is, is I immediately run and push the guy off of her, or away from her. Yeah, you do, Aaron, and you see what Paul described to you. Shojak looked like. So is the twine between the three of us broken now? She yeah. ran. Okay. Yeah, we get joined. She, she just yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I, yeah. so maybe I didn't. Maybe I tried to run, but I pulled back because <laughs> you these guys are back. probably because I'm pretty big. I'm fine with you, like you can, you can yoink yoinking. Us. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they. <laughs> oh, okay. they like, oh, we're both okay. huge, and now we're yeah. 
Okay, so yeah, so I'm successful at pushing him off. Yes, yeah. You've got him like pinned to the ground now. Uh, and, he's, and he looks like Shoja. He looks like what Paul described Shoja would look like. Uh, yeah, it's him, guys. Shojak? Are you Shojak? <laughs> that's what they that's what they called me. That's what they called me. Yep. Even though I left him. I left him. My whole squad. I left them there. So Aaron just jumps up real quick and it's like, uh <laughs> like, Anuyo, a- stand stand over here. Don't leave again. Anuyo runs and just sort of holds the arm of Katsune yeah. and just like hides behind it a little bit. I put her on my shoulders. Perfect. That's actually really smart. And he says, that's actually really smart. <laughs> Shojak. Wait, wait, the rest of you guys should go on the shoulders too. In a minute. Um, Shojak. <laughs> uh, how do we find Hoashu? <laughs> no, you don't want to go to Hoashu. They'll stick you here. They'll stick you here forever. We're already here. Well, yeah. We have to find Hoashu. You're never gonna leave, so I'll tell you anyway. Hoashu lives on the big mountain. Not too far from here, not too far, not too far, but you'll never get there. And you'll never get one of its, and he pulls out one of the feathers. Or a feather. Aaron snatches the feather off from him. <laughs> take it, take it, that's fine, take it. You're never leaving. I'm never leaving. We're never leaving. Yep, that's what I hear. This, and she turns to the guys. Is this all we needed? No, we have to get it from Hoashu. Willingly. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, how, which way to the mountain, little guy? <laughs> okay, fine. Let's do it. Let's fight that way. And he points up, and um, strangely enough, the the fog parts, but for a moment. And allows you to see a giant mountain. And he points to the summit. Whoa. Uh, okay, let's... I mean, I don't think we've walked that far. Let's just go back the way we came. Okay. Don't we need this? Don't we need the feather, though? I mean, we we need to get it from Owashu, but... so we have to go to the mountain. So we have to leave the fog. Oh. Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, Justin, how do we get to the to this mountain, exactly? Is there like a trail? You're gonna have to find a way out of the fog. Alright, oh. let's try to go back the way we came, guys. And Aaron starts walking forward with the torch in hand. You, you hear I mean Ketsun <laughs> starts walking back <laughs> with the torch in hand. We're all Aaron at this We're point. We're all Aaron. Oh, I've already responded. Here in the fog. <laughs> but Ketsun has the torch. <laughs> you hear from behind you, you just hear. Good luck. Thanks. Shoja. Thank you. I did not like that guy. Aaron hands uh hands her the the feather to play with. Get busy. Don't lose that. Oh, okay. She sticks it in your pigtail. Uh, so you were just trying to uh, follow the way you came, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. You want me to roll, Justin? Or you just want to tell me? <laughs> I what don't. Happened? Let's just. <laughs> Let's just go with yeah, let's it. Just, let's just, let's just roll, roll with it. Kitsune, you are leading them, and you are walking in the direction that you thought was where you guys entered. Mm-hmm, sure was. And 
you're walking for way longer than you were walking back into the fog. Seems like we've been walking for too long. No, guys, this is, this is definitely the way back. It's definitely the way. Just just keep going. So it was like a little longer, I think. Kitsun, you look off into the distance and you see you. But standing behind you is this shadow that's enveloping you. And you look at yourself. It looks at you with just this maddening grin on its face. Do I still feel the torch in my hand and like feel like I'm moving? You do. Uh, leave me alone. At this point, Arwen kind of notices. Yeah, because we're all still twined up and touching, so. Yeah. <laughs> and you were leading the way, so. Yeah. Way, so you're at front. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And in your mind, obviously, the rest of you don't hear this. Yeah. Oh, Ketsu. See you soon. Well, uh, second thought, maybe, uh, maybe I am going the wrong way. Help me like you said you would. Um, you okay? Huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. We're going the right way. Did you see something? Yeah, yeah. Just. The fog parts. And you begin to hear the sound of chains. And as they, they coil around, uh, around you, around your feet. Uh, you hear, uh, it turns out your bail was paid. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to let you off on, on probation. Well, I did say today was your discharge date, so congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, well, you got worse waiting for you outside, so come on. And I just, and just, you're all ripped from, like, out, your feet are ripped out from under you, and you're just dragged out of the fog. Ooh. Leaving Anuyo behind, who is on Ketsune's shoulders. <laughs> Anuyo screams, no! I will never no. leave! You're dragged by the feet, too. <laughs> wow, you're on top of me. <laughs> you are dragged out of the fog, find yourself standing, and now looking at the expanse of the fog, back on the path that you came down on. See, guys, I, I told you. <sighs> yeah, no, you, were, you weren't going to get anywhere. Oh, Shabbat's still with us. <laughs> yeah, he's standing right next to you. <laughs> Suit and everything. Oh. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Shabbat. Who paid our bill? You guys you guys spent your eternity. It's fine. Anyways, can you get can you like go now? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the mountain? I'm looking around. And you can see it now. Alright. Good luck. Ketsun bows to the bundle of chains and clothes. Wow. A New York nice. blows raspberry at him and just walks away. You're going to need that kind of attitude in the future. Me or her? <laughs> he was talking to Ketsun. He ignores the little girl. Oh, okay. Cool. All right, we head for the mountain. As also turns to walk away, uh, the chains like pull back on his shoulder like momentarily. Yeah? yeah? What? Did you need something else? It wasn't your fault. And then the chains coil back into the fog. Oh, okay. Oh, so just he's like th- thinking about it. Like it, th- that now that sentence is just kind of echoing in his mind, but he moves to catch up with everybody else. You make it back up the path and you're now looking back again over the, the valley up on top. And Ketsu, you just hear in your mind, you're welcome, Ketsu. 
I don't know. Oh, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I've already been caught talking to myself. And, <laughs> and you guys continue on to the mountain. Uh, you've got some time if you guys want to say anything to each other. Um, I think considering Onuyo was literally on the shoulders of Ketsune when he was talking again. Wait, you were talking. You were responding to the voice again, right? Yeah, yeah Onuyo, for sure. Probably walking right next to Ketsune was look up at him and say, talking to you. Ketsune looks nervously at Osa and Aaron to see if they heard and if they're paying attention. <laughs> yeah, Osa's not paying attention. I mean, like, she has an ear out, but she's not really... Okay, cool. Uh, you know, sometimes I just talk to myself. That's all. I knew you. You're safe. Why do you ask? It just sounds like that. You know, like, because you know, my dad, he'll, he'll talk and he'll mutter to himself while he's, like, you know doing his work you know when we're out on a trip but yeah yeah like, this, like that yeah no, this doesn't sound like that this sounds like someone's talking back to you or talking to you but i just can't hear them. Mm. is everything okay Ketsu? uh well uh i knew you just just uh just don't worry about it just don't worry about it uh we'll get you out of here soon all right Hey, do you want to get back on my shoulders or are you good to walk? We're not in the fog anymore. I think I'm good to walk. Okay. All right. And he was definitely worried. <laughs> <laughs> you make it to the base of this giant mountain and start traveling up. It's a, a decent journey. But it's a spear world, so it's it's weird. It's like how much time has actually passed? How much exertion has this actually taken us to get from where we started to now? Mm. Time and distance don't mean the same thing here. Hmm. And eventually, it's like, well, yeah, it's like Ecuador. Wait, what? Do I keep going. Eventually, <laughs> eventually you. I'm sorry. Just, I just want to go back a little bit. The country. <laughs> no, I, I, I just watched this YouTube video about Ecuador, and it's on the equator. So there's like some cool things that go on there. But no, this is nothing like Ecuador. Two clopens right. and an open guys. <laughs> You eventually make it all the way to the top of the mountain. And as you crest the summit, you can see that there is this giant area that looks like uh, a roost. There's like a giant nest uh, for what looks to be a very large bird, larger than anything you've ever seen in your entire life. You don't see anything in the nest, though. That's a big nest. You see a bird that would fit into that nest inside of a cage that's crackling with this purple energy. Who's in front? What's the what's the order of the party? Say probably Arin in the front. I think Osa is probably in the back at this particular moment. Osa, you see Ketsune's body go rigid. Ketsune? Are you okay? Ketsune also like grabs 
Katsun's shoulder and is like trying to like shake him. And it's at that moment that Katsun's body relaxes again. And if Katsun turns around and his eyes have that same crackling purple energy. No whites, no irises, just black and voidless. Katsun, did did you do this somehow? Katsun did do this. <laughs> um, Aaron? It's time to get rid of this spirit for eternity. We, we need him to get our tattoos. Kets, Katsun, what is going on? Katsun is not available. <laughs> Osa is just thinking to the last last thing that worked, coming up against a dark spirit, and he just punches Katsun in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Katsun's body goes to the ground, but otherwise his appearance remains unchanged, and he just continues to say, Leave a message at the beep. <laughs> at this point, Anuyo is like cowering behind Aaron. What is Aaron doing? I'm, I'm petrified. This is exactly what is I kind of dreamt about. So, right now I'm frozen. I haven't decided to fight or flight. If Ketsun is down, I think Osa, Osa jumps over Ketsun's body and like rushes to the cage and starts trying to like pull it open. Like he's not really looking for a lock. He's not thinking logically per se, but he's just trying, trying to, to yeah, absolutely to open the cage. I think it'll take some time for you to 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 bust it open that way. So, um, he like looks around, and if there's like a like he sees a rock on the ground and picks it up and just starts like hitting the the cage, like he's you know, like desperate, like just yeah. doing everything. He can. No, absolutely, Ketsun uh, reaches his hand out, Osa, and you see the cage start to tighten around. Quasho, and you hear a, a caw of pain come from the great spirit. Just on instinct, um, Osa like looks at Ketsun and tries to bend and tries to like blow a gust of air to like push him off balance. <laughs> Aaron, do something! Help! Uh, so, I decide that I'm going to try and I, I try to help him by airbending but I uh, Justin is it is there any success with that at all you are projecting into the spirit world and your bending is useless here at some point Anuyo yells stop you're hurting it and Anuyo just dives for Ketsun's legs like sort of just like grabs onto his legs maybe starts tugging at them and she goes stop you're hurting it and then uh, I decide I just, uh, okay, just so that we're clear, we're all trying to fight Ketsun, right? Correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I decide to go on, on my knees and I say, you don't need him. You can take me instead. A mortal offers its life for a spirit. What is this? Ketsun's one of us. He's my friend. Washo must perish. Her trade is unacceptable. What do you want? Ketsun's hand squeezes again and the cage tightens. What do you want? I want Washo's place in this realm. 
And it will be mine. Stop and think about what you're doing. He's he's the spirit of rebirth. You can't... What, what is the point of this? Won't he just return? I don't think you can take his place. I don't think you can actually do what you're trying to do. Excellent point. I release him. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, you do a fine you're right. Thank you. Let's have tea. Perhaps perhaps Kavo, the Stark Spirit, needs mm-hmm. a mortal's form as a part of his attack. Maybe by binding Kwasho mm-hmm. into a mortal form, Kavo can trap it, essentially. Prevent it from... Mm. Yeah, so I'll respond to Osa saying, The cycle of rebirth. <laughs> yes, it will not end per se, but we can put it in a bottle. <laughs> and Ketsun just starts walking rigidly, a bit haphazardly, uh, toward the cage. Welcome to your new home, Oashu. Oashu, how can I help you? How can I stop this? <laughs> only, a, uh, only a true act of sacrifice and love can break the cage in these bonds. Uh, I, I, I don't have anything to sacrifice. I don't. I, uh, Katsun, stop. Oashu, uh, I. I give up. I give up. If you need a sacrifice, I sacrifice my right to be an airbending master. It's the only thing I've ever wanted. But if it will save you, then I will not request a feather. I will not ask for your help to complete my task. I will give up the only thing I've ever sought. Uh, A light uh, begins to envelop Osa. Uh, a swirl of air and pebbles just start lifting Osa off of the ground. And you all see Osa like open his mouth and well, Aaron, you would know this. The, the airbending tattoos appear on his body, the arrows on his arms, his legs, his head, and they light up and then they coalesce where his heart would be and then travels up his throat and out of his mouth. It moves towards the cage and shatters the cage. Hwasho's wingspan goes out and Ketsune, your body falls unconscious and limp as this figure just moves out. No! And you see the shadow just dissipate and flee. Ketsun is unsteady, puts his hands on his knees. What, what, what happened? Is uh, is Osa still floating and glowing? Osa, you eventually like fall down to the ground, gently float down to the ground. And Hawashu? Hawashu flaps its great wings, and uh, an incredible wind. Uh, is felt throughout the top of the summit and it lands and it flies it like flies up and flies around the summit for a little bit and then lands back down in its nest thank you thank you 
Of course. It was... It was the right thing to do. It was the only thing to do. Well, what did he do? Katsun, what did you do? Oh, oh no. Oh. Oh, I'm so... You just talked to whoever you've been talking to. How could you make a deal with a dark spirit like that? I I didn't mean to. I'm sorry, everyone. I didn't want to fail again. Well, now we have to. You mean we we don't get a feather? I I told Huashu that we wouldn't ask for one. We needed an act of sacrifice to save the spirit. So I sacrificed our ability to complete our task. None of us will be masters now. Ketson balls his fist and hangs his head. I'm I'm sorry, Aaron. I didn't ask before I made the decision. I should have told you. I'm sorry. I... Well, let's just try to get out of here now. Yeah. I can take the young girl to the portal. It's quite a ways Thank from you. here. She'll be far safer with me. I think you're right. Goodbye, little one. Anio turns to them. Uh, I guess I could say it's been a nice time. Um, thank you for, for saving me. I hope you guys figure out whatever you have going on here. Uh, all right. Bye bye. And then she'll um <laughs> climb onto this bird. <laughs> and uh, before he takes off, Washu looks back at you, Osa, and says. Sacrifice always has a way of giving back to us. Who knows what spirits will come to your aid in the future, young airbender. And you see this giant... Now that it's out of the cage, you can see it in all of its glory. It's a phoenix. It's a giant phoenix. That ah, spirit of rebirth. I get it. Flies off into the distance with a new yo on it well we should head back yeah i agree come on let's go home and the three of you focus it takes the same amount of meditation and thought to, to go back to your bodies but you feel yourself just yanked through the spirit world back to the material world and into your bodies and we see like a a, a bunch of a bunch of scenes of, um, you know, the the sound goes away, and we just see some of the airbending masters rush in, see that you do not have a feather, and they dejectedly comfort you. We see you telling them what Ketsun did, and we see them debating what to do with Ketsun. Eventually exiling him he leaves the southern air temple to travel the world there is much debate and they eventually decide that uh despite not being a master uh Arin is given a like adjunct professorship i guess is the best way to put it of like teaching some of the the younger air nomads not quite an airbending master teacher but uh allowing her to stay with the uh, eastern air temple teaching the sisters there and then we 
we cut to that scene we saw where osa's like looking over the southern air temple debating what to do and that's when when you have that conversation about osa leaving but now we know that all this is going through osa's head that he will never become an airbending master he can't he's given it up forever and breaking a spirit contract always has a way of messing with you and that's a little uh, look into uh, what happened to Osa. I can't believe you never mentioned that. You'd think you'd mention <laughs> yeah, something like that, Osa. Why yeah. didn't you tell us? It always. never came up. <laughs> oh man. Well, that was that was fun. Um, like I said, it's, it's a little different because we didn't roll any dice. We we're kind of just telling the story and kind of leading where the story goes. Um, just like improv class. It was it was a bit more like improv class, you know, with with tabletop role playing games. When you get to those improv scenes, you let the dice kind of tell you where the where the story goes. But for this, we're kind of just uh, relying on our instinct. Yeah, this time we told yeah, the story where the dice goes. We rely on our skills and training, and I think we rolled a <laughs> ten plus on our skills and training. That was fun. Um, it was. It was. Thank you all of you for for bearing with me as I sent you. Uh, your character is way later than I should have. It's um, all good. It was, it was fun to be Ketsun. <laughs> Ketsun is fun. And he was exiled, so... Uh, I guess he survived. Maybe we haven't seen the last of Ketsun. Uh, perhaps. <laughs> wow. Perhaps. I, I expected to be wiped out with the temple, to be honest. But you here know, I am. Possibly make it, not. Make it a pact with a dark spirit. Uh, you know, there's only so much that the Air Nomads can forgive. Well, uh, like we said, next week will be uh, on August 3rd, we'll be recording Behind the Bison. That's from 6 to 8.30 uh, Central Time, PM. Uh, and if you're a Patreon supporter, you can actually join us live. We've got the links on our Patreon. Uh, only Patreon members can see it. So once you become a Patreon member, you'll be able to see those links. You can join us live for that. We're just going to be hanging out answering questions from people like you and just kind of talking amongst ourselves about how we enjoyed the first season um and then on august 5th we'll release the audio for that so if you can't join us live no worries you'll still get to hear us uh chatting Mm -hmm. and talking uh you just won't be able to join us live uh and then the next if you uh yeah what's up if you'd like to support us uh but haven't taken a step yet this would be a great time i mean every time is a great time but this is a great time because you could join us live and yeah we'd love to see you there we'd love to see we're gonna we're gonna get ourselves all pretty looking nice and uh yeah and then the oh, next we should huh we what should, should i wear all your flying bison <laughs> merch i could wear the flying bison Ooh. merch i might i might wear the flying bison merch uh and then the week after that we're gonna do so next week is like the first half of the season so everything up to osa's death and then mm-hmm. the next week after that on august 10th we're gonna do behind the bison i know Spoiler. spoilers i feel like if you're listening to this <laughs> probably have listened to the rest of the first season so um and then august 10th we're going to talk about the back half of the season uh so again if you're a patreon member you can join us live otherwise on august 12th we are going to release the audio for that as well to everyone so you'll get to hear our conversations you just won't be able to join us live um and then after that starts brindlewood bay and it was so much fun recording brindlewood bay with all of you (laughs) that was a blast it was very Mm -hmm. fun 
Uh, oh, Justin. Yeah. Um, did we say how they can send us like questions and stuff in yes. advance? Good question. So yeah, if you are able to join us live, you'll have the ability to enter questions in our chat. If you're not able to join us live, um, you can join our Discord, which there's links in the show notes, um, and you can. There's a, a channel there to ask questions. You can also I've posted on Reddit as well too on uh, the Avatar Legends TTRPG subreddit uh, there's a post from the flying bison podcast allowing you to enter questions you can also just message us on instagram or put a question in a comment on one of our instagram posts uh, and we'll collect the questions that way we'd love to hear from you we'd love to hear like um if you've ever wanted to ask us like oh what were you thinking when you decided to like do this thing for osa or like um why did you decide to play Lico this way uh, or Justin, mm-hmm. how did like this sort of story develop out of what was happening? Like those are great questions. Um, and then just sort of general questions. We'd love to have those as well too. And yeah, so first half of the season next week and then the second half of the season the week after that. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be a great can't, time. Yeah, can't wait to see you all next week. And uh, we'll see uh, some of you live next week as well too you won't be recorded obviously but uh you'll you'll be able to see us live uh and uh yeah we're looking forward to it see everybody next week bye bye Bye. avatar legends was developed and produced by magpie games the worlds of avatar the last airbender and avatar the legend of korra are property of viacom cbs intro music is dizu by senbei Outro music is Tokyo Funk by LATG Music. Logo and art by Kate and Matthew Menke. You can find more of their work at pomakin.com. Link in the show notes.